0: gentlemen and welcome back to mom's movie night podcast with your host daniel and my mom nora what's
1: up so this week uh, we're talk we're gonna talk about a 1934 movie starring clark gable and claudette colbert
0: it's a movie called it happened one night this one goes out to all the cinephiles out there to all the Cinema lovers, the mm-hmm. old school, like the ones that are into like turning classic movies. Yeah. Like, this one is a shout out to you guys. Uh-huh. And this also is something that I personally like to do from time to time. Prior to the podcast, my mom and I would Mm -hmm. really go into watching movies of all decades. Yes. And um, we watched a lot of movies from the 1930s and 40s and so forth. Uh, But since we started doing the podcast, we started to kind of listen to the viewers and the listeners and... We got a lot of recommendations for a lot more modern movies, more modern movies. that people are more familiar with. Yes. But I still like watching old movies. Yeah, old because black and white movies they were the, time like times. the
1: golden age. Frank yeah.
0: Capra directed. I so, mean, yeah. come
1: on. Frank Capra, bro.
0: So this one was one that throughout the years, my mm-hmm. mom and I uh, got kind of lost in the shuffle. We yeah. watched a lot of James Stewart movies, a yes. lot of Cary Grant movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one I always saw it like on the rankings of like one of the best movies of all time. Yeah,
1: it's in a lot of lists of it the is, funniest but I just kind romantic of, comedies. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Never got
0: around to it. Yeah. Till uh, now. Till now. <laughs> I made sure that we got it on season three. Yeah. Just to have a little bit more different flavors of the type of movies yes and i'm glad we watched it because yeah and you know what's
1: great with all the new technology and how they redo all these old films i mean the quality was pretty good you know yeah they just really did great on restoring these old films and they just make it look like new
0: yeah <laughs> it's even amazing though, it's even amazing. though it was in black and white yeah like the actual footage of it was very clear. Yeah, it was, it was crisp. clear,
1: crisp. Yeah, it was and, great. And it's Clark Gable for crying out loud.
0: He's a handsome guy.
1: You know what? He um, I never realized how how big his ears were <laughs> until I saw the movie. But I remember watching like Looney Tunes. Yeah. When they reenact, when they do Clark Gable, they always put these big, you know, Pinocchio when he turns into the donkey, you know, yeah. fucking big ears. And I didn't realize how big they were
0: till I watched this movie, and he's driving the car. Well, apparently, a lot of characters from this movie actually influenced a lot of Looney Tunes characters. Yeah,
1: they did. They were like
0: Bugs Bunny with Bugs the carrot Bunnies. scene of him yes, eating a carrot. Yes, because he's talking
1: really quick and he's eating the carrot. Yeah. And then um, Pepe
0: Le Pew. Is he was kind Wesley of, King Wesley. Yeah. And Yosemite. <laughs>
1: Was the father?
0: I think so, yeah.
1: Yeah, real like, uh, yeah. Yeah, they were all influential in this movie in doing those characters, those yeah. cartoon characters. Which I That's thought was crazy, cool. right? That was pretty cool because I did the scene where he's eating the carrots and talking a lot mm-hmm. of smack, like, yeah, what's up, Doc? You know, kind of. <laughs>
0: Yeah. It gives you that vibe <laughs> exactly, and it's kind of one of those things where I didn't know what was first, the Bugs Bunny or like this movie. Right,
1: right, because I but mean, but no, this movie, nineteen thirty-four, bro.
0: It happened one night. Is essentially every rom-com movie you've ever seen. Yes, but the original, you know, the original it's like the and template.
1: depression era, you know, so great some depression of the, era, great depression great yeah. depression era. So you kind of see the classes like. Because she's an heiress. Let's go into the synopsis here. Go ahead. This is an heiress. uh, thought it. Uh, Colbert, she's Ellie Andrews. And she's the daughter of this fucking tycoon, newspaper man. And um, she secretly marries this uh, pilot. Uh, aviator. Aviator, kind of. But fortune-seeking man. And they get married. But the father is against it. She wants... he. He wants her to get an annulment, and he's dragging her back home. So it starts off with her jumping off a a cruise ship.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because they're in a cruise ship because he thinks that if they have time away from each other, she might get over the fling, and she might not necessarily love him. And And they can annul it right away. Exactly. Uh But she confesses her love to him, and she ditches the cruise ship and swims to shore and gets away from her... Dad yeah, her and overbearing her, father exactly. and,
1: and her responsibilities as far as, you know.
0: Being like an heiress. Socialite. Uh, yeah. Yeah,
1: so she goes off, you know, and she's trying to get back to her husband. But she has to, She everybody, like everybody, she's in the newspapers every day.
0: Like yeah, that the be, father
1: puts out all these fucking detectives and private investigators trying to find her and she's out here trying to be all undercover. So then that's when she hooks up with Clark Gable, who's a reporter.
0: Yeah, so they have to. Just gets fired. (laughs) Exactly. They have to go from Florida. Peter Warren, uh huh. To New York. Yes. And he's a reporter from New York that just so happens to be in Florida. Getting fired. (laughs) Because he got fired, and he ends up meeting through circumstance. the actress, Claudette Colbert, who yeah. in the movie is known as Ellie Yay. Andrews. That's right. And Clark Gable's character, Peter Warren, this reporter, down and out, lost his job. So, anyways, they have to go from Florida to, to New, New York, York, York on a bus on the way over there. Long story short, Daddy. they fall in love. Yeah, they go through all these little adventures. The bus
1: gets stuck in the mud. They they have to stay in these little shabby little you know
0: motels. motels they have to hitchhike. Yeah, they're hitchhiking. And along the way, he learns that she's this the famous heiress that is supposed to marry this guy. Yeah, that ran so away. he has to make a
1: deal with her. He tells her, "Okay, I'll get you to your husband, and you give me an exclusive on your story." Or I'm going to tell your daddy where you're at, bitch. You know?
0: <laughs> not of so, those words. None but...
1: of those words, hell. So she agrees. She goes, okay, you get me there and I'll give you my exclusive. But like my son said, once she gets there, they fall in love. And now the father is all like,
0: well, oh man. Aside from that, you know, the whole dynamic, and I use that uh-huh. word a lot in this podcast, but I think it's relevant in terms of the way these actors... Work with each other and just kind of see who really has chemistry and who doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: these guys did.
0: Yeah, they did. Yeah, it was very evident in terms of the how flirtatious Mm -hmm. Car Gable comes off and how hard to get she plays. Yeah, you know. And it was just amazing.
1: Like in this movie, you know, they have to stay in a hotel. Back in the day, it's taboo. You know. So they did the Wall of Jericho. They had to put a blanket to separate the beds. Yes. Yeah, so and then they if you put think like about a, it.
0: Like a a, yeah, a, a wire.
1: A it's a rope and then a blanket like hanging over it. Yeah. Like to those give each old other privacy.
0: laundry. Yeah. Fucking clothesline. Clothesline. So, yeah.
1: Did you notice that in the hotel they have a bunch of those? Yeah. I was like, that must be a thing then, you know, and I, I guess.
0: Yeah, I guess. Because
1: was... you think about it. They don't got no king size beds in them places. No, at, they're all back in, day, you know? <laughs> back in that day. You know, back in that day, little small shacks yeah. essentially. <laughs> but he, she was real like, oh, she didn't want to undress in front of him, so he was over here being all modest. But you know that scene where he's taking off his clothes? Well, originally he was taking too long to take it off, so he decided not to wear an undershirt. And after he did this movie. People were like, what the hell do we wear undershirts for? So they stopped buying undershirts, and the fucking undershirt company wanted to sue the studio because of lost revenue because <laughs> the men thought, hey, Clark Gable don't, ain't wearing no damn undershirt. He was just with his suspenders and his shirt, you know? Well,
0: he had like a wife beater. Yeah, but then. And yeah. it wasn't like a regular undershirt t shirt. Right, right. Right? It was like uh, the <laughs> wife beater with yeah. the overalls. So the undershirt, like you said, yeah. the t-shirt, people started stop buying those, yeah. but they started buying the wife beaters. The wife beaters. With the, the overalls, truco. right? <laughs> That's leading to kind of like that bachuco look, for sure. So, it's, yeah, man, trendsetter. a good
1: culture springing up again. Anyway, so yeah, in that scene, apparently the underwear company wanted to sue them for loss of revenue.
0: But that was <laughs> such a it wasn't weird it was like a sexy scene considering like it was 1930s you know what i mean like oh my god he's showing like his undershirt and it was just kind of like he's just undressing in front of her you know what i mean and like these two adults they're (laughs) hearing this rained out and how many rom-coms can you think of where there's rain and they get stuck. stuck Right, you right. Know, I can
1: think like, of 10 right now.
0: Exactly. Well,
1: yeah, for sure. And it's so, you know, it's a it's a road um, movie. like. Literally. Yeah, they're on the road. Exactly. The road. Another thing. Yeah. How many
0: rom-coms can you think of where they're traveling on the road together? Yeah, exactly. And, and then always the end, they always run into they each other. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? I but goodness. anyway. <laughs> Could have came up with so many. I know, examples.
1: there's a bunch.
0: <laughs> but anyways. Uh, so this movie, 1934, when it came out, everyone saw it. What well, was so historic about this movie was that this was the first movie yep. to win all, all five, five uh, Oscars, mm-hmm. Academy Award, um, within the five major categories, yeah, with uh, best director, best writer, best picture, best and actor. best actor and best actress. Best Actors, yeah. So. This is the first movie to ever have done it. Yes. You have Frank Capra, who directed this movie. For all you cinephiles out there that know Frank Capra, mm-hmm. he's more famous for... It's a Wonderful Life. It's a Wonderful no- a Life. <laughs> Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Mm-hmm. Both of which he did not win any Oscars for. He was only nominated <laughs> for those movies. Mm-hmm. But Frank Capra has won three yes. for this movie. Mr. Deeds goes to... Town, which mm-hmm. people are probably more familiar with the Adam Sandler, Adam Sandler version,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and a movie called "You Can't Take It with You," which stars uh, James Stewart and uh, Gene Arthur, mm-hmm. and Clark Gable was apparently really good friends with Lionel Barrymore. Yeah, yeah. Which is Drew, Drew Barrymore's, Barrymore's grandfather? No, great uncle. Great uncle. Okay. Yeah. And uh, that guy is also in that movie. But Frank Capra is arguably one of the best directors of all time, especially within that golden age of Mm -hmm. Hollywood. Yeah. And this is Clark Gable's only Oscar that he ever won, even though he was nominated for Gone with the Wind. Mm -hmm. Probably should have won it, but he didn't, right? Right. Right. So much so that th- this one, this one Oscar that he has, uh, he gave his Oscar to, to a little, little kid, kid. <laughs> who right? admired it. Yeah, who admired it, like, oh, it's really cool that you have this Oscar. Yeah, and he was like, well, it's better to have won it than to keep, keep it. it. So, and you so you he gave keep. it to him. So then, long yeah. story short, Steven Spielberg ended up buying his Oscar nice. in 1996, and he gave it to the Academy I, of Motion Pictures museum nice in la which i <laughs> went to last year nice. and they have this room it's like a little rotunda it's mm-hmm. crazy they have like a huge it's a huge room and it's a timeline of like all the oscars of every year and like mm-hmm. all the noteworthy things that happened every year so it's this huge and it room it was one of the first well not only that <laughs> but you go into this little rotunda room yeah. and they have like uh This round room, and it's covered with Oscars. Not a lot, but maybe probably 20 to 30. Nice. That have been donated back to the museum and the Academy of Motion Mm -hmm. Arts. And uh, that is one of them. Nice. You have other ones, like the, the black lady. I can't remember her name off the top of my head. Who was the like the maid? The character. nanny. Yeah, Gone with, gone the, with wind. the
1: Wind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hers is
0: in there too, and nice. there's just uh like bunch of historical Oscars that are in there of people who gave it back to them to nice. show off. But his is in there because of Steven Spielberg.
1: Yeah, and as of 2022, it was um there was only two other films that had achieved the same um five. You know, Academy Awards. It was One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest in 1975 and The Silence of the Lambs in
0: 1991. That's awesome. good with your research. I was going (laughs) to quiz you on that.
1: (laughs) It's pretty cool, though.
0: No, yeah, it is pretty cool. Considering
1: uh, Claudette Corbett, she hated the movie. She complained every day. She hated it. She said it was the worst movie she ever made. And then when she won her Oscar... The, this is how controlling the studios were At that time When she won her Oscar The chick was on her way to the fucking bu- the train station Because she was just going to go out of town And when she won They had to go to the train station Take her To the damn uh, McCarty Mo- Award And when they're presenting her award She's wearing her traveling suit Which is like the traveling suit that she wore In this movie because she was traveling
0: What? <laughs> That's crazy
1: yeah, the Puerto la Pescado, they get over here because they, they paid her twice. They, they went through like five, six different actresses before they told this one, okay, we'll pay you double if you appear in it.
0: Well, she, I kind of looked up a little bit about her, and it was interesting because she had like. A few roles with Cecil B. DeMille. Yeah.
1: And she was more of a Broadway star. like a Yeah, she was creator. more like live actors. Yeah. But she
0: was in, like, right before she was in this movie, she starred in Cleopatra. Uh-huh. And it was, like, you know, a big success. A big production yeah, and everything. Yeah, Cecil huh? B. DeMille. Like, oh, yeah. Oh my God, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So because of that, she then was in this movie, and I guess, like, the budget mm-hmm. and, like, the. You know, going from that kind of production to this, yeah, and it's amazing how
1: a lot of the other actresses that they offered the role to, they had seen other movies, of course, at the time that were being made, and there was one actually of a, a bus scene, you know, and it didn't do very well. So a lot of them had seen that, and they're like, "No, I'm not doing no road trip movie," you know what I mean? So yeah, but it's funny how, she always thought that this was the worst movie.
0: She had ever made, yet it won her damn Oscar. Yeah. And she was nominated <laughs> a few times. She was good. And I never even heard of this lady, yeah. um, but she was... She had the iconic little bangs with the fucking yeah. um,
1: eyebrows, like painted in eyebrows. It's yeah, just
0: crazy, troll eyebrows, for sure. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, But yeah, she was prominent in the golden age of mm-hmm. Hollywood, very much so, and... She was French. Yeah. She was even she American. She was French, yeah. And she ended up living... In Barbados. To the age of 92. I know. She was old. She died in
1: 1996. Yeah, I read that. I read that. I was like, wow. She led a long, good life. I mean, hell.
0: Yeah. But, I'm, like, I mean, I don't know. I guess you have to be really, really into cinema to, like, know her. Because, like I said, she wasn't really... For as prominent she was at that time, mm-hmm. like she's not like a household name to like you know Hollywood and movie stars. Yeah, for us today. Viv- Vivian Lee. but she did a great job yeah. in the movie, considering yeah. like in other movies um, where she could be like, for example, was it uh, Catherine Hepburn? Yeah, I was gonna say Catherine Hepburn and with Cary Grant, where she was like whiny and annoying. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. She was genuinely i thought like pretty funny and snarky but like in a cute way Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. and going back to that work the dynamic between clark gable and her i felt you know went together really well
1: yeah because he didn't really see her as a spoiled brat he He
0: did call her that
1: he did he did but But he um... fell in love with her (laughs) anyways
0: exactly
1: But it's funny because, um, yeah, so they go through all this adventure and, uh, yeah, they end up falling in love. And what I loved about it was the ending. Uh, spoiler alert. When, you know, the father wants her to break up with her already married, you know, husband because he's a fortune seeker. That when he meets the reporter, Mr. Peter Warren, and finds out that he really is in love with her. He wants to buy him off and tells him, all right, so how much do you want? And right. he has his own little ticket, $39.60. He goes, what? He goes, that's all the stuff I had to sell in order for me to buy gas, and you t- know, to bring her over here. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: And he, the father's just like, takes out the checkbook and he's like, 39 dollars <laughs> Are you sure? He's like, that's all I want. And he goes, tell me the truth. You love her? And he kind of like didn't want to say it. But then when he's leaving, he's like, gets his $39 check and says, yeah, I love her. And he takes off. And so it's kind of funny because um, sure enough, you know, he realizes that he really does love his daughter. And the daughter loves him, you know. And it's funny because when they're trying to get the annulment from King Wesley, the Pilot, fortune seeker, he um, right away they want to buy him off with a bunch of money and he's like, yeah, yeah, give me the money because he needed to get the annulment. So it's kind of funny how he wanted just the money, you know, the whole time, (laughs) the whole time.
0: Yeah, man, Clark Gable, I felt between the two stars, Mm -hmm. right? I Clark Gable takes the film I'll like he really. runs away with it like he's yeah for anybody cuz i've only I seen... love his
1: drunk scene only cuz like it's been a while <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No no but just him slurring on the phone and talking smack. And then all everybody else is all drunk too. And yeah, they're just like, like egging, him, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> egging him on and telling him all this stuff. And then he, you know, it's just so funny how
0: but, he well, plays
1: was, drunks, you know.
0: Well, not only that, but it starts off with him acting drunk, thus losing his job. Mm-hmm. But yet throughout the film, he's the responsible yeah. one. He's the one that's kind of like yeah. taking care of her. Kind of making sure yeah, that they are she able doesn't get to, mugged and... Yeah, you know, you know what I mean? Kind he gets of
1: look- her stuff stolen and he goes after them and...
0: Exactly, yeah. you know, and he so... He takes care of her. Yeah, and it's... He's a great guy, you know what I mean? <laughs> he is and a good guy. He's a very likable character. <laughs> he's funny, you know? You know that scene
1: where they're hitchhiking?
0: Yeah. And
1: she's over here, like, trying to show off her leg?
0: Well, first off, before... I don't, Go ahead.
1: Yeah, well she didn't wanna do it, you know, at oh, first. Right. Uh-huh. She didn't wanna do it. I'm like, dude, what's the big deal? And then what happened? Uh her body double she like
0: showed her leg and chir- she didn't it. like it.
1: Yeah. Competition, bro. Competition.
0: Damn. But yeah. I didn't know that that uh where this movie is where that idea comes from. Yeah. You know, for like hitchhiker scenes or yeah. <laughs> you know th- how many that.
1: movies haven't you seen where the chicks hell even in a fucking
0: Detroit Chu
1: Fu <laughs> oh Chu Wang Fu yeah <laughs> where Chi Chi's like hey I gotta yeah. you know
0: it's like everywhere that's the scene that's, that's how you scene. get yeah. the car to stop but the funny part about it was <laughs> right before she goes and puts her leg out she sticks his finger out no well, he does his whole spiel about the How different easy. ways oh,
1: that's right. to find
0: a hitchhiker. You could do this, and you know, he has that's like his right. strategies. That's right. And that's a funny scene <laughs> on its own, but that part gets cut off. From as as she's pop culture Because everyone remembers The leg The leg You know <laughs> And it's like Oh wow like, Yeah That's the first time That's that true that came He's into... over here telling
1: her All these different dynamics <laughs> On how to Stick your finger out And what you need to do And it wasn't working for him So that's when she goes And shows the leg And right away Boom
0: Yeah
1: It's funny huh
0: Yeah man so, Yeah It's a funny movie <laughs> Like I Thoroughly enjoyed it Like it was Really good And it Unlike other movies that we've seen where it's very old-timey mm-hmm. and it's kind of like hard to like relate. Like a baby
1: kind of, but that, you know. Yeah,
0: that's a good example. Um, but this one I felt like just because of all the rom-coms that have ever been made since. Mm-hmm. This one felt very familiar. Yeah. But it was in... And a lot
1: of the scenes from this movie are played out in a lot of other oh, new movies. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, Yeah, no, for course. sure,
0: for sure. But it wasn't, what I'm trying to say is like, even though it was in 1934, the story was timeless. Yeah. And it was still enjoyable to watch it that night. Yeah. And it didn't feel like laboring to watch yeah. it. It was like an enjoyable movie the like whole Like the time. meaning of life. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> that was torturous. <laughs> but yeah. this one was entertaining throughout the whole thing. Yeah, because it's like just good you, acting. Yeah, and like I tell you, the, you know. The restoration and everything it just made it fresh. Like yes, it was old as far as year, but the quality was perfect.
0: Yeah, and I just yeah. uh, rented it on YouTube. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. any kind of crazy find and in going right. into like the archives of any. You know right, what I mean? It was right. just like YouTube. Boom. Yeah, the four bucks. So um, yeah,
1: this movie was awesome. It really was. And the walls of Jericho, you know, hilarious. the curtain. You know it's so funny because at the very end where he's on the phone with the dad and the dad's over here trying to you know tell the 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 husband hey i'm gonna pay you 120 grand to you know for the annulment, and the guy's like yeah yeah i'll take the money and yet here's clark gable peter warren on the phone on the phone asking the dad so can the walls of jericho come down now Yeah. And then he tells him, yeah, go for it, you know. Yeah. And that's the scene you see at the end is when the owners of the hotel are like looking, mm-hmm. and then it said just married on the plate or something, and then all of a sudden you just see the lights turn off. Like,
0: yeah. that was it. <laughs> well, because most of the movie is them in like the motel and like their interaction in these small, confined spaces where they and just how, have like and a blanket how was, And how it was, and how it was
1: like um, socially, because as soon as they found out, the, the owners of the motel that the
0: Oh, the, the husband, husband that married. they
1: thought that were, they were married, that they weren't married, they went and actually kicked her out of the hotel. Yeah. Like, we we don't... Um,
0: Little floozy, get <laughs> out of here. We don't want your kind. Yeah, they just... We're a respectable operation. A establishment, yeah. yeah exactly. They
1: fucking throw her out of the hotel. Yeah. And she's like, well, where did he go? Because he just left her. Little did she know he was trying to make money to come back and marry her. Yeah. And it was just all a misunderstanding. So, yeah, it's a great movie. Movie, it really is how everything works out at the end, you know. And um, yeah, man, it's a good movie. I like both actors, and I think they were well deserved for those Oscars at the time. Considering
0: cause... that it's Clark Gable's only Oscar, <laughs> you know.
1: Can you imagine he was? He made over sixty films.
0: Exactly. Jeez. Clark Gable. So he quit high school, and he had a. When he first started, he is from Ohio. Cadiz, uh-huh. Cadiz, C-A-D-I-Z, Cadiz, Ohio, and he uh, quit high school, worked in oil fields, sold ties, uh-huh. and then he decided to start getting into acting after he saw this play. So then he ended up uh, getting a acting coach, and he married her, even though she was fifteen years older than him. Yeah, right. And then they end up going to L.A. They get a divorce. He starts kinda of getting some roles here and there mm-hmm. in which he marries another lady who's even more older, seventeen years older than him, is into, you know, the cougars, uh-huh. which is understandable.
1: Well yeah, man, they fucking pay everything.
0: Exactly. <laughs> and they're kinda of, but he's kinda of getting his way uh-huh. into Hollywood. In the night, early 1930s. And you
1: know these ladies are all into everybody lives in Hollywood and who who to, you know, shake hands with and invite to parties because, you know. Yeah, yeah man, exactly. The sure. golden age, bro. So then
0: <clears throat> he gets a divorce from that lady eventually. Um, unfortunately, his third wife, uh, she ended up dying in a plane crash with yeah, her mom. Yeah,
1: Carol Lombardi,
0: right? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, like that. Yeah, she was famous, too. Yeah. And um, Mm -hmm. because of that, he ends up going through, like, this down... Not a downward spiral, but it kind of, like... He kind of got away from the Hollywood scene. And he ended up joining the Air Force during World War II. Wow. He joined the U.S. Air Force. And then he uh, came back, and he eventually would take on, like few other roles but it was kind of like after World War 2. Mm-hmm. And I think this is um the, like the line in the sand I guess for like the golden age of Hollywood essentially where you get like cuz I think the same thing happened with like Frank Capra where like before World War 2 uh, you have all these, like, movies... Well, even
1: Frank Capra went to the service. He, yeah, did he his was his part, a, yeah. Yeah, as a director, so, and
0: kind of documented a lot of the war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you get, like, this light-hearted comedy romance, like, movies in the and 1930s. And then
1: serious. Yeah, very dramatic.
0: serious. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think that's kind of a turn mm-hmm. in a lot of the roles for Hollywood directors and actors. Um, but... He ended up, unfortunately, dying in 1960 Mm -hmm. from a heart attack. He had coronary thrombosis.
1: Yeah, he was making a movie with Marilyn Monroe called The Misfits. It was a Western. And um, Marilyn Monroe always thought that, because she was always holding up production and shit, that she was part of the cause of him dying because they were out in the fucking heat, like here in El Paso today, 100 and what, 10 Anyway, but she was out there, and she kept delaying, 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 and he had a heart condition. And so when he died, she kind of blamed herself for having him out there. Pobrecita.
0: Yeah. So, Clark Gable, right? Got a couple things before we get to the net worth. <laughs> AFI, right? Mm-hmm. America's Film, Film Institute. Institute. Mm-hmm. They named him the seventh greatest actor of all time. Wow. I do love my Rhett Butler, though. Fuck,
1: that movie's four hours long, and I love him in it. Clark Gable.
0: He's number seven.
1: Jimmy Stewart. He's number three. Um, hold on. Cary Grant. He's number two. There's one higher than that? Okay, Clark Gable.
0: Marlon Brando? He's actually number four. Good wow. job. That's the one that I had to give you the hint for. Because he is kind Marlon of a little bit more Brando, m- modern. Marlon um, Brando. Singing, dancing guy. Oh, Bing Cosby. No. Damn! Bing Cosby isn't in the top ten? No. Oh, shit. Well, I'm not top ten. not in top 10 i am going top six. Five. Well, wow. one through seven. Fred Astaire.
1: Oh, shit. Fred Astaire.
0: But you still haven't got number one.
1: <laughs> Number one, huh? He's like the top notch.
0: Well, apparently, I don't necessarily agree personally, but he is very famous and well known. Give me a hint of the movie. I don't know. Where does Joe Biden live? In, in...
1: Pittsburgh or
0: Pennsylvania? Where does he live? He lives in the White House.
1: Oh, I see.
0: <laughs> but in Spanish, Casablanca.
1: Oh, Bogart! <laughs> How much Damn
0: Yeah Bogart Humphrey Bogart's number one
1: Humphrey Bogart's number one
0: So number one Is Humphrey Bogart Number two Is Cary Grant Number three James Stewart Number four Marlon Brando Number five Fred Astaire Number six Which you didn't get Is Henry Fonda Oh god Henry Fonda And then Clark Gable
1: Wow I think Fonda's a lot better Than Fred Astaire Oh, Fred Astaire can, yeah, he can dance and sing, but act? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, the water, like I said, is kind of... But itfy. I'll always remember Fred Astaire and the Green Mile, when they're all, the, the prisoners Mile. are watching the movie. Oh. And he's like, I've never seen a picture show, boss. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and they put that movie, and he's just crying. And it's just such a good damn scene. You know? All right.
0: you want to do Females? Top five.
1: Shit, female top five?
0: Or top seven. Oh, top seven.
1: God, top you You've
0: already mentioned Okay,
1: let me see. Um Betty Davis.
0: Number two.
1: Joan Crawford.
0: She's not on top she's seven. She's
1: not. Oh Jesus. Um Joan Crawford, Betty Davis.
0: Um, she was in one of our podcasts. I even mentioned her. Oh, Hepburn. She's number one.
1: Hepburn, yeah, she's Wait, which guys. one? Oh, both. Audrey and uh,
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> You've named the top Aunt three. Catherine. <laughs> you got the top three. Um, you also mentioned one of them earlier.
1: Oh, Marilyn Monroe? She was considered a top actress? Nice. Number six.
0: Yeah, to her That's credit. That's sweet. Yeah. And then I mentioned a movie starring Claudette Colbert in 1934. So it was Elizabeth Taylor. Number seven. Because <laughs> she was Cleopatra. Exactly. And mm-hmm. then the only one that she didn't mention... Is Ingrid Bergman.
1: Ah dude! Ingrid Bergman, she's in the um Humphrey Bogart movie. Where they're in the airplane.
0: Yeah, man. (laughs) She's very pretty.
1: Yeah, Ingrid Bergman. Yeah, shit. She's good too. Oh yeah. Top.
0: Yeah. What number is she? Uh so the list is Catherine Hepburn number one, Betty Davis number two, Audrey Hepburn number three, Ingrid Bergman number four, and then Greta Garba? Greta Garbo. Garbo.
1: Yeah, she was the actress that I was telling you about from our other movie that um, she ended up dying of sepsis or something what? before she made the, the movie with... Um,
0: Cary Grant? Well, you know, it was Greta Garbo and then Marilyn Monroe and then Elizabeth Taylor. Yeah. That's top seven.
1: Yeah, I think uh, Greta Garbo is the one that um, she was going to star in the movie we did a podcast on a couple of weeks ago and she ended up dying of, of some kind of... Um, Kidney infection or something uh, And she was like 30 years old I vaguely or remember you mentioning something like that Yeah, like, that's a garble. She was real like a blonde bombshell Oh, wow Yeah, yeah, wow Well, they
0: got her as number five
1: That's not bad Considering she probably had like maybe 10 films under her belt
0: Dang, that's crazy
1: <laughs> She could have been something like She could have been a contender <laughs> That's what you're going to say, huh?
0: I I saw that face. I like it. I like it. That was good. could have been a contender. (laughs) Yeah. Jeez. How much do you think Clark Gable was worth at his death in today's dollars? He died what year? He was 59?
1: 1960.
0: 1960?
1: Yeah. Hmm. And he was one of the top 10 actors of all time. Top seven. Top seven.
0: (laughs) Well, quarantine five.
1: Well, the movie we just previewed. Um, it was. It it had a budget of three hundred twenty-five thousand dollars.
0: Which to no, that's how much it made.
1: No, that's how much it cost to make. It actually made two million worldwide because of rentals. Fucking blockbuster, bro. Um, I don't know, nineteen sixty Clark Cable. Dead at fifty nine, he had like sixty movies under his belt, but back then, who knows? They weren't making millions like they are now. I would say I don't know
0: six million. In today's dollars, he made a hundred million dollars.
1: Oh shit! Yeah. Wow.
0: He has a pretty long lasting legacy. Nice. Did and he both, have kids? Uh yes, he had two. Mm-hmm. But. <laughs> Going back to it happened one night. Great movie. How would you rate it?
1: I like this movie. I rated it. A, I would rate it a good three. A good three, because I mean, it was good. It was entertaining. It didn't put me to sleep. Like, you know, the storyline was good. The acting was great, and it was like watching Bugs Bunny. Yeah. <laughs> in a male, In a you know. Not an animated form, because, mm-hmm. I um, man, it's Clark Gable, bro. Even though he had big ears, he was great. He was great. His sense of humor and just the camaraderie and everything.
0: It's really cool. Everything was cool about him. Uh, his style, mm-hmm. his comedy. Same with her. She was really good at mm-hmm. acting. They were both deserving of the Oscar. For sure. And I'm and really they
1: started the ball. They started the chain there of everybody else following. Because like I tell you, a lot of these scenes have been reenacted in other movies. Even to this day,
0: man. Yeah, like exactly. I, you could probably come up with a For romantic sure. comedy and just kind of change the names. Yep. Have the same scenes, right. and then boom! Like it'll probably still earn a lot of money. <laughs> Just get yes. it like a fancy actor and a fancy actress for today and right. you know right. they're lucky if they're able to have the same kind of chemistry as these actors yeah. did yeah. but I enjoyed it I would give it for being a 1934 film I'd give it a 4 mhm um but it was very enjoyable yeah. if you haven't watched any old school
1: movies you're missing a lot of the like The golden age, really. The beginning of cinema and these productions. And it's amazing how some of the stuff that they film, you know, is like, I mean, back in the day, it was all, you know, mirrors, smoke and mirrors kind of thing. But they, it looks real. It looks great. You know, they fucking restored it to its glory. And I thought it was really enjoyable.
0: I really did. I agree. And that's going to be it for Mom's Movie Night Podcast Uh, for this episode. We appreciate you listening. If you haven't gone out there to listen to prior episodes, please do so. We're on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Make sure you rate the movie on your own on the Spotify app. We do get a lot of... Of uh, Feedback From Mm -hmm. listeners In terms of Their own ratings And so Next time We'll go over Some of the ones That you guys have rated And share Those with you guys Yes and we appreciate Everybody listening It's really cool Follow us on uh, Spotify Apple Podcasts And we'll talk to you later Bye Bye Good night Aren't you going to
1: give me A little credit? Look forward off all your clothes. You're going to stop 40 cars. Oh, I'll remember that, but we need 40 cars.